Okay, everybody, Stephen Key here, and today, once again, I have a very special guest. Tiffany, thank you for coming on InventRight TV. How are you? I am doing well. I'm in the middle of a home sale. I'm selling my first home, and um, it's interesting, so just getting by. <laughs> okay, well, I've been watching you for a while, and I remember when you were on Shark Tank years ago. How long has it yeah. been? It has been 10 years. Okay. And you've got a remarkable invention, a product that people are talking about it forever. It's wonderful. What is it? Tell us a little bit about it. So this is Ava the Elephant. Ava the Elephant is a talking, well, now singing, children's medicine dispenser. And she essentially, she hides the scary medicine dropper and uh, you press the back and she sings a sweet little jingle and then you administer the medicine to your child. Here are the different stages of Ava the Elephant. First one for Gibby, the one that you all have loved for the past nine years, but needed a few redesigns. And the brand new Ava the Elephant with Baby Delight. Here's how it works. We've got a custom 10 milliliter syringe. Mom will fill this up first with one hand, place it inside of the unit and turn and it locks. So now you can hold Ava, comfort your child at the same time and administer the medication. And here's the best part. It's got a sweet little jingle on it now that my daughter recorded. She's holding the camera right now going, no, no, behind the camera, but I love it. So listen, this is the new recording. I don't know if you can hear that or not, but it's adorable. So, baby delight. One, two, three, open wide. Make the medicine go bye-bye. Simple. It, it, yeah. So tell us a little bit, how did you create that? So I was a um, caregiver for children with special needs for many years. And while working with one of the little boys, I noticed that he had an extremely difficult time taking medication but he did really well with a difficult um, challenge of his, which was getting his hair cut when I involved animals. And so I would put like stuffed animals around the table and I'd trim their hair and then I'd trim his and it worked out so well. I thought there's gotta be a way to turn a medicine dropper into an animal, a friendly animal that has a, a voice. And so um, I went home that first night, not with the intentions of launching a company, not with any um, idea that Shark Tank even existed because it didn't at the time. Uh, but really just to provide a solution to him. And so I created the first one of, out of sponges and fabric. I put the insides of a recordable greeting card on the back with my voice on it. And I took it to work the next day. I said, buddy, this is, um, eight, I think I called it Emmy the Elephant at the time. Um, Emmy the Elephant, she's going to give you your medicine. And he said, okay. And this was a child who used to have to be restrained just to take things like Tylenol. So um, I had that huge light bulb moment of, okay, this could be something really spectacular. So tell us the journey that the shark takes. So you, you have this prototype, it works, you know, it, it's wonderful. How do you get to shark tank? How, how'd you make that jump? It's kind of a funny story how I got to shark tank. Um, I always kind of preface it with, not everyone dies when they answer a Craigslist ad. It is not always dangerous and bad. I answered a Craigslist ad. It said, uh, a friend of mine actually told, uh, sent it to me, and it said, do you have the next big million-dollar idea, but you don't have the funding or the connections to make it happen? And I thought, this is probably three months after creating it and using it often with this little boy. 
um, this really rough prototype, which I should have in the room right now, but I don't. And um, I had such success with it. I thought, you know, I'll submit. And so I did. And I talked to uh, their production team the same day at that time because there weren't as many submissions, obviously. Uh, but come to find out, Mark Burnett used to work as a nanny, the producer of the main producer of Shark Tank, used to work as a nanny as well when he came over from overseas. And so he saw my submission video and he felt a kindred spirit and a um, connection to my product. And the rest is history. Now I've been on the show and involved with them for 10 years. Um, so you got the money. How much money did you get? Who is your who's your shark? So Barbara Corcoran is the um, shark that invested in me, okay. and we agreed to 50000 on the air, but obviously, as you know, it took a lot more than that to, to not just to bring it to market, but to distribute it all over the country at the time and then eventually the world. So she, she ended up investing much okay. more than that over time, okay. uh, but Barbara was my investor. Yeah, I like her. She's one of my favorites. So Yeah. Um, so where is it selling now? Because that was back in 2009. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, um, where, so where can people find selling, it now? Um, oh, sorry about that. Yeah. It's um, Bye Bye Baby is one of our biggest retailers. Uh, Amazon, of course. Uh, Wal I think it's at Walmart.com right now. We're, we're working out some kinks there that they had. But pretty much any uh, major retailer besides Target, which we're working on. Um, and it's in some of these now because I ended up licensing the product about seven years into the journey. Barbara and I came to a turning point of, do we turn this into a bigger brand where we you know, manufacture 10 products as one, of, one part of one brand or do we license? And we chose the licensing route uh, with a company called Baby Delight. And it's been an incredible three-year journey with them, but it's actually wrapping up. So um, our three-year contract is ending now, and I'm in the position of figuring out, do I want to license to a different company, or do I want uh, to take back control of the product? And what are you going to do? I'm not sure. You know, I'm, <laughs> it's, I'm kind of up in the air on it. I okay. really enjoyed stepping back, but then since I licensed that product, I launched a whole new company called Mom Genius, which is a product develop, uh, development company and an incubator. And so... What I've learned in that company, I now feel like I could do a lot um, a lot better things with my own product that I couldn't have done three years ago when I okay. uh, went searching for that licensing deal. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. Um, you're on iHeartRadio too. Tell us about that. Is that right? Yeah, that started, um, That I was very reluctant, <laughs> reluctant to do that. That was, um, I'm glad I do now, but gosh, four years ago, I think it was. Um, uh, someone encouraged me to do a show here locally on a different network um, and said, why don't you do a podcast? Share the, the stories that you've um, had from your journey, share some of the victories, more importantly, share the pitfalls and help other inventors. And so I did it as a give back and I really did it more out of a way to direct people to episodes because I would get people that would come to me time and time again, like I'm sure you do. And I would hear the same questions over and over again. And um, they're always very multifaceted questions. So it's okay. not like, you know, I can answer it in one email back. It's something that involved a lot of work. And so I needed that platform to be able to okay. share, you know, the meat and bones of those stories so that I could direct them to it and say, hey, check out this episode. This will help you um, with that stage of your journey. Okay. And now next thing I know, we're on all the platforms and we've been doing it for many years and have a couple great partners doing it. All right. Wonderful. So yeah. if someone was starting out today, Yes. And they have this idea, they have a prototype and they've tested it and it works and they believe in it. What should they do? 
See, I feel like you're setting me up with that question. You know that's not an easy answer. <laughs> you know, you well, know us, than anyone that that it, was not give, an easy answer. Well, but well, no, my us... response is typically is now. What I've done is I, I got so tired of hearing that same question of what, okay. what's next? You know, what do I do after this initial idea? Because I could never fully help people. Um, in the capacity that I wanted to. I felt like I'd give them like a little piece of a, you know, a thousand piece puzzle. And so um, I came up with like a little course on my website. It's just a very simple walk through it, start to finish all the steps I took. I just thought back over my journey of what did I do? How did I find factories? How did I find liability insurance? What did I do along the way? And so mainly so people could look at it and go, Oh, that's what it takes to launch a successful product. Not really even to guide them through every step, but just to give them a big roadmap of going, okay, this is way more complex than I thought. This involves way more money and funding than I thought. And then they can make an informed decision on what, what to do next. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, anything, looking back, is there yes. anything you do different? Oh, God, there's a lot of things I do differently. Um I remember being at one point in my company right around the seven year mark, right before I licensed where I trusted the wrong people. Um, sometimes you get, not sometimes, almost always inventors get very invested in their products and their ideas and they're their babies and they want more than anything to make these, you know, pro bring these products to life. And so I was at a turning point with Ava where I really wanted her in hospitals. And um, I ended up teaming up and partnering almost with, the wrong people to make that happen because I was so hungry for that and so excited about that that I turned on my blinders um, to who I should trust. And so okay. um, that's one of the things I do differently is pay attention to my gut. And when my gut says something's wrong, um, don't do it. That's good advice. Is yeah. there anything anyone can do to 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 make sure that they are finding the right partner? I mean, looking back, I think you're right about trusting your gut. If something doesn't feel right, Probably mm -hmm. not right. But is there anything else someone could do to, to make sure you know, they're, they're finding thing, that right partner? Yeah, I think if we're talking about a business partner or even hiring a company to you know, you know, engineer your product or whatever it might be, I think you need to get as much information as possible. I've met so many people who put you know, tens of thousands, if not more of dollars into different programs or different things, and they don't know what they're getting. You know, I've asked them when they've reached out to me. Well, what did you agree upon? What was in the contract? What should you have received back? And they say, well, I didn't really, you know, set any boundaries. I didn't ask for specific things. And I'm like, how could you give that kind of money up without knowing? So okay. um, I think that's what you need to do is know what you're getting for the money you're investing or know what you're getting into with a partnership. Wonderful. Yeah. Tiffany, thank you very much for coming on. Absolutely. Your Thank you for having me. Appreciate well, your product, it. your product is spectacular. Congratulations, and I'll send everybody all the information down below to find Tiffany. Everybody, if you've got any questions about launching a product, call her, email her, find her. She can help you, <laughs> and she's got a lot of other great stuff that's coming down the pipeline. So, Tiffany, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thank you.